What's happening, everybody? We got another episode of Strange Happenings for you. We're holding it down to master control. We got Stoner down here making sure all the fires are put out because it's just Bub and I tonight. And uh, we've got everything cooking. We had a couple little technical issues leading up to it, as always, with Bub's setup. We're still getting that dialed in. I see all you wild guys out there, gals and girls out there, Sess in the city, born not to run. We got Stoner's dad. What is up, man? All hey. right. Everything's going great with Stoner's dad, from what we hear. Many prayers and love out to you, sir, uh, and the entire Stoner clan. Um, We got a great show for you guys tonight, of course. (laughs) He's in the back. (laughs) He photobombs you. (laughs) And we got a stoner. uh, The wild stoner sighting. We got the loner stoner lurking lurking about behind me. Uh, Awesome. we kind of forgot to put out an Instagram post today, so we got a little something-something going out for uh, all of our Instagram f- followers to make sure everybody knows we're going live for Strange Happenings. This is our second go. stream of the week, guys. So we actually uh, had an episode last night that we recorded for you guys that's going to be released in a few weeks, and that was with Michael Collins from Wandering Wolf Productions. And uh, Will from Incredible History hooked us up with Michael. He's a great dude. We had an amazing conversation. He's doing work. Uh, he's actually meeting up with Will in South America right now. He just took off from a plane this morning to meet up with Will, I believe, in Ecuador. So stay tuned to uh, everything that Wandering Wolf Productions and Will from Incredible History. They're going to be posting a bunch of stuff, but it was a pleasure to have him on. And there we go. Born Not to Run, popping those links in. How about that? I want to give a special, special thank you to Born Not to Run. He's uh, been helping us out moderating, but I have I've literally have given him zero instructions uh, until today. So <laughs> he's <laughs> some leader I am, right? Well, uh, appreciate the hell out of you, brother. Uh, we got an awesome show for you guys tonight. You know where to find us, at The Strange Road, on all those platforms. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, Google, hit those uh, five stars, reviews, or bust. And also, right here, make sure you hit that like button. Go hit that like button and that notification button. If you're not already notified, it's got to be that solid white one, baby. Got to hit that solid white one. Uh, Bob, how you doing tonight? I'm good. After, uh, you know... Always technical stuff. It's just not my, you know, <laughs> setting things up with wires and <laughs> knowing knowing how to troubleshoot some of the stuff. It's get, it's getting easier, but yeah, when we were trying to figure out my mic, I was like, you guys like turn it down. I'm like I felt like super troopers where I was like, I'm already pulled over. I can't pull over any further. Like I don't know where to go with this. Like, but this is as low as I can make it go. So I don't know. Get a Campbell soup can here in a minute. Uh, <laughs> but no, everything's good. Otherwise, you know, uh, it's warm in the building. Uh, so that's good. Yeah, Gotta absolutely. be happy about the small things. Yeah, it's a little warmer because it's warmer outside. Not that we right. have heat. It's just no. warmer outside. No, it's not so confuse that's, that that's with the, the modern invention of boilers and, you know, <laughs> radiant heat. And let's not, let's oh, not go man. that far with it. But Oh, uh, man. Well, we got Born Not to Run posting those links in there. Guys, go check out the merch portal. Uh, I feel like we we haven't been talking about it enough, uh, but we are working on some new designs, some new things that are cooking. Uh, We're going to unleash some of that stuff out at Frogman Festival. If you guys haven't gotten your tickets for Frogman Festival, that's frogmanfestival.org. Our buddy James Willis, Jeffrey Wilson, and a whole bunch of other speakers are going to be there. Our buddy Jeff Craig from Map and Black is actually coming in studio to talk about Frogman Festival this coming monday so this monday 
another live stream for you guys. Uh, we had a Mel on Monday. We got strange happenings today. Uh, this coming Monday is Jeff. Craig from Frogman Festival and Map in Black. It's going to be epic. Uh, Jeff's just a highly unique, highly strange dude. He, and he's been uh, on the festival and event circuit for years and years and years. And uh, he decided, hey, I'm going to start my own festival. And so this year is the second annual Frogman Fest. And uh, Jeffrey Wilson and Jeff Craig actually go way back uh, when Jeffrey helped out Jeff with his uh, Weird Ohio Maps. And uh, Jeffrey prov provided some of the images and photos for the Serpent Mound. Uh, so those guys apparently have known each other forever. So uh, super stoked for Frogman Fest. Come and hang out. Bubble talk your awesome. ear off. And Gonna be uh, there. It'll be Gonna a good be talking. time. Uh, but yeah, we got a couple things. Who else we got in the chat here? Flutz, Flutz Capacitor, with us as always. Welcome, man. What's happening? Uh, we've got M. M. What's happening? Um, we did see uh, Heather Lamb. If you're in here, uh, we, we I'm glad we got your T-shirt figured out and the whole shipping oh, cool. debacle. Yeah. So I'm yeah. glad to hear that you got your Strange Road T-shirt. Much love. You always want to support, but you want to actually get show. what you're supporting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, you hate to yeah. just throw money in the breeze. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we'll always we try to figure those figure that stuff out for you guys try to take yeah. care of any issues anybody's having um yeah. and also one thing i did want to do which uh i can find it here in a little bit um you know what let's move on i'll do that at the end no worries um but we do have a special announcement at the end of this episode so you gotta gotta make sure you sit tight all right so we can hop right into it uh let me see stoner's got all these pretty uh awesome buttons for me to hit and there it is let's get into this and we're gonna merge baby <laughs> our first article for tonight is from coast to coast am and this has been all over the place but we thought we'd give yeah. our boy george nori a shout out oh uh, absolutely. so this is has been going around the internet we're gonna watch the video here in a second um but basically this is a, a really strange thing that, you know, as technology kind of evolves and we have LIDAR and radar and, and you know, we have these 4D LIDAR systems and different things that are going to be starting to be implemented and already are being implemented on, uh, you know, autonomous vehicles and Teslas. Right, right. And we're going to oh, start everywhere. picking up some really weird stuff, I believe. Who would have ever thought, though, that right. that's what they would have started feeding back and ghost hunting tool right right so we got a, a spooky piece of footage circulating online shows of what appears to be several ghosts being detected by a tesla that is parked inside a graveyard the eerie video was reportedly filmed at a cemetery in rhode island community of burrowville where the infamous conjuring house is located hello if you guys haven't <laughs> you seen imagine, the conjuring series could you imagine waiting Burrow. in a car you imagine you're waiting in a car to pick somebody up near, like <laughs> you're on a first date, you're outside the house, and they happen to live next to the cemetery, and you're like, you're, I'm just out of there. Sorry. Right, right. Oof, buddy. absolutely, dude. Um, but the Conjuring—that's about uh, Lorraine Warren and her husband. Uh, was it Bill and Lorraine Warren? Born not to run. Uh, Burton, you guys would probably know that uh, off the I'd top. Say, of your you head. don't want me to. You don't want me to stab at that one. I'm not sure. Yeah, and they're, they're the famous demonologists, The Conjuring, and the whole The Nun. All gotcha. those franchises were um, Annabelle is a yeah. you know based yeah. off of a true story of a haunted okay. doll. That okay. uh, they ended up keeping all these creepy artifacts from all their investigations in their house. Okay. 
That's like Jim Bowser, the Temple of Tolerance, all the weird stuff. Well, but this is all haunted items, yeah. um, Divic boxes and, you know, spooky mm-hmm. things. Uh, well, I mean, you're kind of asking dolls. for problems there. Right, right. 100%. I mean, that's like owning, you know, all poisonous snakes just at a certain point, buddy. Yeah. You're probably not going to win. <laughs> like, it's just, right. how, you know, it just happens. Right. Exactly. Hey, look not at that. Not saying we- they're a bad thing. No, 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 not at all, not at all. Yeah, and we got chasing mound builders in the house. Shout out to you, brother. How are you guys doing? Uh, with the chat's on fire, man. This is great. Uh, we got to get some, uh, you know, share this video. Let's get everybody in here. Let's hang out. All right, guys. So we're gonna check out this video. Um, well, actually, so the second figure subsequently pops up on the GPS system, and two people seemingly wander around near the car several seconds. The group's fascination with what's happening quickly turns into terror when the suspected ghosts suddenly multiply. And now we're going to take a look at this. Uh, here we go. And let's hit it. Let me make sure you guys can hear this okay, too. Or if it's too loud, I can turn it down. So look, check this out. Just random. And they kind of start multiplying and and splitting off. But look how it kind of glitches in and out too, which is very, very strange. (laughs) That's bizarre. Look at that. Right? And then it goes back, snaps back in to one person. And then the ones like in the headlights walking right towards them. What the f is that? Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. What? <laughs> Bro. And it's right by the door. So many people showing up on the screen. I swear to God. Bro, what? Yeah, yeah, no. Sorry. Gotta go. I wouldn't be staying. I wouldn't be hanging. Our buddy Matthew Matthew Jackson and Ryan Singer and James A. Willis and all you paranormal investigators out there, y'all got to get a Tesla. I think that's the next step, right? Roll up to a Tesla. Roll up with a Tesla and, you know, see if you can pick up anything on those radar systems i mean that's just bizarre. Off, yeah you know you just write it off as the ghost hunting tool that you need right exactly and and I like mean, last week what was the uh the uap jellyfish story where that was captured couldn't be seen by the naked eye but it was able to be right. captured on one of these systems these um right you know i think that was some kind of heat sensor system um but as technology uh, it was uh infrared, infrared infrared i think yeah that sounds that sounds right i think so um, not a hundred percent. I think so. Yeah. Pretty strange, dude. Pretty strange, Bob. <sighs> Who would have thought that, that <laughs> you know, again, not even me or you, Well, if that's the case, then Tesla really should have made a pitch to be in the, you know, newest ghostbusters as like that was the <laughs> ghostbuster car. Yeah. Watch, watch. It'll happen yeah. now. Yeah. They won't give me any credit for it, but it'll happen. <laughs> I'm just going to oh, say man. now it just happens it happens you know from time to right, time but right too funny so good What do you think what if you're driving along in that 
that starts popping off, especially if you're in, you know, old Sasquatch Hollow, like when we got off in uh, that. What was the national Daniel Boone National Forest that time? Say we're yep. driving along, and that starts kicking off on that little creepy road we were on. No offense, yep. Daniel Boone National Forest it might be beautiful in the daytime, but at nighttime it was freaky. Oh man, we we and really there was a little thought... graveyard up there. Yes, we ran into a couple. That tiny would have graveyards. not been good. How many tiny graveyards could be in a five-mile span? A lot. There was like ten tiny graveyards, from, <laughs> unless they were multiplying my head and I was scared. Because at one moment, well, Bub drove the it wrong way. It could have been Cracker Barrel, too, though, you know. No, Maybe it was no, a country fried steak from Cracker Barrel. That was you. That was all you, was bro. delicious. Yeah. We ended up, we were supposed to drive Shout to Columbus. And, and, we did drive is, to Columbus. We made it there. Which is Ohio. Okay. Yeah, we made Kentucky it there. is not the same direction as Ohio. It was close. When you're on, it's not. We drove like we were coming of from the <laughs> No, you just kept driving, and we. <laughs> Do you end remember up you and... woke up? You remember you woke up and you're like, "Where the hell are we?" You're like, "Why are we going to Dano Boone National Forest?" Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I've been looking for 71 for a long time. I just never saw it. <clears throat> oh, dude, wasn't there? Couldn't find it. Yeah, and then we oh, drove wow. all the way up through the creepiest old growth forest I've ever seen. And at any moment, it's like if we if we don't see a Bigfoot, now's the time. There's a UFO that's just gonna hover out of the mist. Some Sasquatch yeah, is gonna pop where out. Going to happen. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it didn't happen. So and you know what? Hey, it probably would have been a good. It would have <laughs> been an all right time. Because, Missing again, exit had... phenomenon. I had a good amount of uh, a delicious meal still on board from Cracker Barrel. Like I said, I'm not going to be mad about it. I was upset that we had to drive a little further out of the way. Yeah. It wasn't like Dumb and Dumber, you know. We didn't go a tad in the wrong direction. Rocky Mountains, I thought they'd be rockier. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, that John we Denver's go, full of shit. Yeah. yeah, we didn't go that hard. We We got close, though. Yeah, you know, had we entered into maybe West Virginia, then I would have probably, you know, yeah. my spidey senses would have started tingling a little bit then, and I'd have been like, "We're not. This isn't. We yeah. shouldn't keep going this way." That's called the MEP, by the way, chasing mound builders, missing exit phenomenon, bub. That's what it'll oh. always be known as. That's that, uh, we're gonna we're gonna chisel thing? we're gonna chisel that on. Is your that a grade. real thing? MEP. Is he joking or is that a real? Oh, he's, he's joking. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna chisel that on your gravesite because I've been uh, that trip to California at least twenty times. You missed your exit. Which and trip? we had to when we went to California twenty. Oh, the okay. You and, and I, I was and I was your na- and I was your navigator. Yeah, and I literally had to tell you within seconds of when to turn right. If I didn't tell you five seconds, isn't that before, amazing though? Two you know, seconds that, before, Bob. Literally, even, you t- turn that now. Time, think about though. You know what phone I had at that time. It was a phone you sold me. Yeah, Samsung Galaxy. No, it was a BlackBerry. No. Was no. it BlackBerry? Yeah. No. no, it was. No, no, no. That yeah, it was. was. old, old. Yeah, it was. No, it was so a storm. Old. It was no. a storm. No yes, way. Yes, it was. No way. Yes, it was. No way. I no, guarantee. It was the Samsung Galaxy. The original I had one Samsung of those Galaxy. as well. That I had it. one of those. Okay. Agree to disagree. I'm telling you. It, In this case, you're wrong. But that's okay. No. No. Not, okay. That's the phone I had at the time. Because we didn't have GPS at the time. Bet me. Not we had my GP- car. We had GPS. I didn't have a good I wasn't printing time. out MapQuest. Uh, you might have. It was 2010. I it's might not have. like we were living in the dark ages, bro. You don't realize how recent that was. 
And how long ago it was, that technologically was speaking. The first ago. iPhone only came out in 2007. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but we never mind. Oh, my gosh. What happened? I'm glad you guys are enjoying this argument. Sess in the city. <laughs> We've only gotten to one article so far. Yeah, okay. Well, let's go to the next uh, one. Here we go. Tom DeLong. And go. All you, bub. Ready for this one. I mean, this is just kind of an interesting concept, you know, of uh, maybe, you know, we've been here before and we went extinct for disobeying aliens, basically, is the headline from this publication. But this is also old. This is from November of last year. So yeah. it was just kind of something that, you know, creeped back up and got into the zeitgeist of Twitter we or X this. or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. We didn't cover it. Yeah. But, you know, he's fairly well known within the community for his To the Stars Academy and all of his kind of um, ushering in of a, I don't want to say a changing of the guards, but like he's a rock star coming in and now he's a uh, information, you know. Some might Researcher. say a, a disinformationist, not really him, but you know, but potentially being used. You know, there's plenty of uh, people Useful. in Hollywood in the past, in the 1960s. I can't remember the guy's name, but it's a very similar story. You're contacted by somebody from the intelligence agency. You're a little bit famous. You're already into UFOs. Hey, guess what? You ever heard of this? Come on over to this meeting. Right. And that's how it happened with Tom DeLong. He started right. getting approached by one guy, then another guy. It's like, hey, let's bring you over here. We're, we're going to meet up in this kind of secret location, start right. showing you some documents. So it always seemed kind of weird. Much love to Tom DeLong, Blink-182. Right, right. No, absolutely. Although Mr. DeLong, Blink-182 oh. canceled the Bunbury Music Festival in 2019. And that was super sad. We were going to shoot Blink-182, but Tom was getting into all the UFO stuff, and he wasn't touring with Blink, and they, they canceled. They canceled the show. So, yeah. man, that was a bummer. I wanted to yeah. film Blink-182. Um, but, oh, well. I'm not going to hold it against that. you, Tom. You'll have that. Well, yeah. he's got some cool quotes in this article, too. That's really more what I'm focusing on is not, you know, really the, the article itself, but just quotes he had of saying, like, you know, this one of, um, he said, they're looking into our minds. I think he's talking about NHIs or non-human intelligences or EBEs yep. or aliens or however you want to put them in what, whatever categorization. But he said, I think, or he said, they're looking into our mind and into our DNA and then finding out over time, maybe these things aren't coming from other planets, meaning the crafts, the beings, whatever. These crafts seem to be doing things in the air that has to do with frequency. And then there's understanding, there you, you know, the universe the world around us over decades and we go, Oh my God, these things might be coming through time. So he's in just one quote throwing in like time travel yep. frequency, you know, uh, I would almost equate that to like parallel universes, like the frequency thing. Maybe it's not, but like, that's the best I can understand it. If like, if they are here all the time, like the predator, they just are there and we can't see them because they're on a different dimensional wavelength, whatever it is. Right. That is really what I think about it. But and so they're on a time scale too. Maybe they're just coming through time. Like that's just nuts. But um, what was the other one? He had a quote in here um, where he basically says, like, you know, what if we got to a point that they just, you know, we we didn't like basically follow along with what they wanted us to do, or we, you mm -hmm. know, kind of turned out to be a, a bad experiment, if you will. Or if you watch Prometheus, yeah. that's kind of what they're doing. They're trying to go back and wipe out humanity you know and they they didn't do a good job at it that's what they're getting ready to do it's just it's a very interesting take because i always just like to have you know the the possibility of like 
where do these conversations come from? Where do they start? How does he get that idea? Did somebody else give him that idea? Is that some, if we're talking about disseminating information, is that something where like, that's just his idea or is that he like a that conversation that dropped happened? in his lap? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get it, but that was just kind of my takeaway from it. It was just interesting of, okay, well, maybe we're not doing what we should be doing. And they're, you know, either going to go, hey, we're going to um, wipe the slate clean and start over mm -hmm. again. Yeah. I mean, think about a painting that, uh, uh, what was it? Is it the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam? They have, like, different areas where they actually x-ray old paintings of his. And they show you that, like, there's, like, three or four paintings on one canvas because he paints something and you go, well, I'd paint something again, you know, I'd paint something this until he finally got whatever painting he wanted. But you're not going to get another canvas. You're a poor, starving artist, so you're going to reuse that. I'm not saying aliens are poor, but you just want to start a new species again. Do you, you know, do you really worry about if there's a ruin here or a settlement there? Or, yeah, you know, maybe that's a little bit too bold, but who knows? I agree. I mean, why yep. would they go through all the trouble of like clearing all that away? Like, to us, we would be the whole Graham Hancock species of, you know, having the amnesia mm -hmm. um, and just not being able to, like, collectively recall where we're from, how we got here, what's going on, how do we get this intelligent, why is nothing else as smart as us on the surface? Again, I'm not saying dolphins and certain primates and what have you aren't incredibly intelligent. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of just that takeaway from the article. I wasn't going to really pull it apart too hard. Yeah. Cool. But yeah. Do you, uh, let's take that next one too, bub. Let me go on the next one. So this has also been on uh, X or Twitter a lot lately. If anybody dabbles on that social network, but um, you've got this from the 30th of January. So just yesterday. Um, and this is from scientific American and it's uh, Elon Musk's Neuralink has implanted its first chip in a human brain. What's next? <laughs> um, right. Big, big question there. I mean, it's interesting. So billionaire technologist Elon Musk announced this week that his company Neuralink has implanted its brain computer interface into a human for the first time. The recipient was, uh, quote, recovering well. Uh, Musk wrote on his social media platform X on Monday evening, adding that initial results showed promising neuron spike detection, which is a reference to brain cells electrical activity. Um, each wireless Neuralink device contains a chip in an electrode arrays of more than 1,000 super thin flexible conductors that a surgical robot threads into the cerebral cortex. There, the electrodes are designed to register thoughts related to motion. So in Musk's vision, an app will eventually translate these signals to move a, a cursor or produce text. Um, you know, it will enable computer control by thinking, basically. Um, and his quote is, imagine if Stephen Hawking uh, could communicate faster than a typist uh, or auctioneer. That is the goal. So if you really take that away, like that's a really interesting thought of, man, what if, you know, even right now I have to sit here and think and gather my thoughts and put them into this conscious stream to get them out in a hopefully an understandable manner. But what if you could just squeeze that brain as, you know, 10 times harder, a thousand times harder, and you could nearly write a book like in a, in a vomiting thought. Because all of it could be there and coalesce. That's interesting. I never thought of it that way. Mm -hmm. I did not think of it that way of like speeding your brain up. Holy cow. 
That's right. some like Bradley Cooper limitless shit right there. Mm-hmm. Um, U.S. Food and Drug Administration <clears throat> or the FDA uh, had approved human clinical trials for Neuralink in May 2023. Um, and last September, the company announced it was opening enrollment in its first study to people with quadriplegia. Um, so that's awesome. Monday's announcement did not take neuroscientists by surprise. Musk, the world's richest man, said he was going to do it. Quote, says John Donahue, an expert in brain-computer interface, uh, interfaces at Brown University. He had done the, and this is another quote from uh, John Donahue, quote, he had done the preliminary work built on the shoulders of others, including what we did starting in the early 2000s, which, to that end, you know, it's where a lot of advancements come anymore. We're not, you know, reinventing the wheel. You hear that a lot. Like, don't reinvent the wheel. Why would you reinvent the wheel? We've already got that. You know, build upon it. Add to it. Sharpen the blade. We already know how to make a blade. Make a better blade, you know. Um, but anyhow, Neuralink's original ambitions, uh, which Musk outlined when he founded the company in 2016, included meshing human brains with artificial intelligence. Its more immediate aim seems in line with the neural keyboards and other devices that people with paralysis already use to operate computers. So kind of tame, you know, something that we already know how to do and advancing it, right? So I think the old ones were done by eyesight. Like they would literally be able to like pick up where they were. I think that's how it's done. I could be terribly wrong. Um, but just to map that in the brain and then go, how do we do that? Where are we going to have to put all these probes? That's really interesting. Um, yeah. And Chasing Moundbitter says, what about that DARPA stuff that is like an avatar program? Heard about that. Uh, maybe Neuralink has some kind of application in that arena. I mean, the applications for that are unbelievable. I haven't heard about that. What do you mean? The avatar uh- where they're trying to basically it's a Ray Kurzweil where they're trying to take human consciousness and put it into a body essentially. So after your body dies, you can take your consciousness and send it into another body. The Ray Kurzweil, I think it was like 2025 initiative. Oh, like the whole Futurama, like the head in the glass jar of fluid. and Yeah. Robocop by 2030. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, would like, would you take your brain out or you're just saying it maps your brain that much that your consciousness basically transcends to that computer chip like Johnny Depp in yeah. whatever that film is where he yeah. downloads himself or some shit. It's like a I don't code. remember how that went. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, that stuff's been around a while though already. Like, to get a decision-making tree, not a true, like, copy of a person, but to get somebody's decision-making process or yeah. algorithmic thinking, that's been done. I think here in town at Battelle. Like a long yeah. time ago. Talk about Battelle a little bit if you want to disappear. <laughs> I don't know. You want to disappear? It, uh... <laughs> they make some crazy stuff over there. They do some wild things. Um, we had a friend yeah. that we grew up with uh, that actually worked at one of their laboratories for a, a decent amount of time, the Chimpanzee Laboratory. And uh, it's it's quite a hellscape from what I understand of yeah, uh, what they're doing to, you know, with. Uh, researching bioweapons and uh it's think stranger things think the comp the corporation and stranger things that's kind of what battelle is and they work very closely with wright patterson air force base um big government contract probably the one of the largest government contractors in in the united states um but who knows what's going on you know i hear they've got some underground things happening of course uh, hey, local legends, Mr. Burton Moran, dude, thank you so much for that super sticker, uh, oh, super Burton. chat. Thank you, Appreciate bro. you, brother. Um, Amazing. And, and Burton, we got your poster, dude. 
Got your poster. I haven't completely pulled it out and unraveled it just yet. When we're all down here ready to sign, we're going to ship that back to you. Uh, can't awesome. wait. But uh, just want to let you know, we got your poster, brother. Um, and Burton's sent us a poster to sign. A bunch of his favorite podcasters are all going to sign it. So thank you so nice. much for including us That's in really that. That's really cool. Incredible. Yeah, I didn't even know that. I didn't know you said we had a poster from Burton. I was like, oh, cool. I, we'll put a poster up. I didn't realize it was that. Yeah. That's way cooler. Yep. It's in the tube right down there. Looking Quick good, Quick question, fellas. Mikey. Yeah. Mikey. Yes. How close do you think I am to being correct about my theory? Which theory? Way back where I was like, we're going to have to get these brain chips because there's so much information. Like if we want to become these like sentient beings and like know how to fly a flying saucer, like we're going to need to like pack all this info in and then like grow off of that. Again, well, standing on the shoulders of giants. Like we can't. No, I get you. But what did you we know? talk about with the Mal just what? on Monday? Oh, fair point. What did we just talk about with the Mal? But, but is the, it going but into the paradigm? The, the but the paradigm that we're in, we're in the tech paradigm right now. We are. We're not we in can, the ancient can, tech paradigm. We could, we can but that move in a different direction. That's what she's saying. Is we, we have all I the totally answers internally. We don't need it downloaded into a Neuralink. We have mm. way more. We have access to the Akashic Records, which is beyond Google, which is beyond AI. You're talking about thirty, fifty thousand. Who, who knows how many years of of I I get it, but that how do you knowledge. how do you get that as a repeatable tech that you teach everybody, you not can't. just one or two people that knows how to do it. Well, it's going to take school. Once you start creating that type of civilization. But that's what I'm now saying. Like, you this build is the temples to walk into a place like that. And I then you're it. looking around going, it. hey, this is the, the new, um, you know, uh, you know, Play-Doh. And, uh, the, I get it. My question is adoption of that lifestyle thought process. How do you go from where we're at now to getting that? It's a great question. Like, I don't know the answer to. That's why I say we're but, in this paradigm already. We're already like on this reality. course. I like that reality. I'm not saying I don't. Yeah. You're you're that, that I get if it. I say what would you rather prefer? I get that. But I'm saying currently what we're in and where we're going with it. Man. Like cuz again, I think what freaked me out most there was just saying like, "Oh, we we'll just try to like basically amplify somebody's thoughts and ability to get those out like even faster and more so." It's just like Yeah. It's kind of freaky. Just blows my mind. I think it's all just too much anymore. Maybe I just need to take like, you know, a good solid two and a half year nap and hopefully nothing changes in that time. And then I can just deal with what's <laughs> changing. You know, there's just too much happening all the time. It's just nonstop. Or maybe mm -hmm. I'm just feel that way. I don't know. It's a maybe lot. It's not. It's a lot, man. There's we always something strange happening. Absolutely. I mean, that's right. why we started this show, right? I'm telling um, you. Hey, Chasing Mountain Builders also mentions the ARE, the Edgar Casey Institution. Are you familiar with that, Bob? In, I'm, in I'm Virginia, aware. I'm fairly aware of Edgar Casey. It's in Virginia. I didn't so know that. We should go the, down there. It's the institute where it's an archive of all of his readings and all of his work that's been documented for all oh, that cool. time where it talks about Atlantis. It talks about the Mayans, ancient civilizations, a whole lot of other things. Nice. Um, you know, man, we must be majorly uh, here. Let's something weird's going on with the stream. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't either. What happened? I have no idea. Well, I what must you, not be I'm in asking what's chat. weird. That's why 
so on the stream it's showing never mind that's okay moving on still getting this little system down guys bear with us oh okay that's what i was like what happened? Um, but yeah it's it's showing the tom DeLong article for some reason on their end on the live stream okay everything seems to be fine perfect maybe yeah, youtube's feed me back something old not sure all right cool i have no idea yeah let's hit this next one we've got uh this is from Colin Rugg, and this is a Twitter post that Bub found. And yeah. Colin is – let me just hit that. Merge. Bam. There we go. So this is a okay. – so this is an article that basically people, homeless people, are moving underground. They're moving into cave systems, and this isn't the only thing we're going to be covering right now. I just find this fascinating for whatever I did too. reason. I, yes, same. Um, because of you know the ancient civilizations like Derinkuru in yep. Turkey and some of these places where you know people have dug down in these cave systems during who knows what. Maybe there was a flood. Right. Maybe there was a, a meteor, and they you know the ant people story. All, all these stories throughout history, and then here we are in modern days. We have homeless people, whatever you want to call them, moving undergrounds and setting up shop. When I say setting up shop, I'm talking amenities, folks. I'm talking chairs, couches, they got shelves, they got cooking utensils down there. Uh, we're going to take a look at this here. And, it's uh, pretty legit. Make, make that big. <laughs> I've covered a lot of homeless stories Just in the sure past, but I've never that. seen such elaborate infrastructure for encampments. It starts with these makeshift <laughs> steps that lead about 20 feet down below to where these caves are hidden. You can't even see them from up above, and that's likely why they went undetected for so long. Hidden homeless caves tucked along the Tuolumne River in Modesto. These are basically stairs that they made to get down to the dwelling. Tracy Rojas <laughs> took us on the treacherous walk to see the craters created near Crater Avenue. And if one of these were to collapse, it would be devastating. This whole side would come down and into the water. 7,600 pounds of trash. That's not safe. That's how much was cleared out by volunteer groups and police over the weekend. Look at that. So this was fully furnished? Yes. There was bedding. There was little things up on the on the mantle. <laughs> so I a word, mantle. Hey, can I get a QP? Um, food items. Can I get a QP? Um, quick pause. Quick yeah, pause. sure. QP. Quick pause. I mean, QP. Yep. Sorry. That's an ambiguous term that we haven't really worked on yet. But how about we got tunnels here. We've got tunnels in New York. We've got tunnels, tunnels, tunnels. Yeah. What the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. I'm getting concerned. Like, do I need to start worrying where we're at? That we're just going to have a subterranean cult, like a culture that is just down below your feet. Like, and that sounds so terrible because, like, again, are we living in freaking demolition, man? Yeah. Like the people are living in the streets, and I think we're getting. Next thing you know, it's just Taco Bell everywhere. Dude, Demolition Man, great reference, by the way. I haven't thought about that movie in a long time, but you're right. This might be the beginnings of Demolition Man. Very, very We're close. Very good. We're close. I mean, I can't uh, believe that that movie came anywhere close to being real. Right. That's the weirder part about it, isn't it? All right, let's hit this. Wow. And you guys had a great question. How did they even find those? I think they do actually mention that. So here we go. I had a hard time yeah, figuring out how it. they got so much stuff down in there, <laughs> considering Hobbit how hard holes. it was. It's always harder to get it up the hill and get it out. 
Chris Guptol was one of these volunteers <laughs> who says they found eight caves in total, but it wasn't the group's first time down here. And we really don't have a a known solution to, to, to deal with it. In November 2022, CBS 13 took a tour of the cleared out caves. <laughs> Nowhere near as elaborate as they are now. You can see the hooks on the wall where they had bottles and things like that hanging down. Painted pictures <laughs> and even a makeshift fireplace. That's a good one. This was someone's home. What do you think needs to be done to stop this from happening? Well, I think we need more emphasis on, on the homeless. I mean, they're at the point where you can see, Tori, that they're desperate. We asked right. Modesto police and the city what's being done to prevent people from coming back to Modesto. The response. Right, dude, I about lost it. So Dancing funny. lights, you're amazing. To services. It's already been proven that people are willing to dig those things out. So I don't think filling them back in with any material would work. The caves cleared for now, but the neighborhood near the river feeling no real sense of peace in this problem. It's a hazard for not only the homeless who live in there, but the people who are right. walking up here. Erosion, rising waters. Wow. Well, there you go, guys. I mean, come on. What are we talking about here? These caves... So how did they find them? I think people were just from another part here. that I read. Take the bike path. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right around Globus on the bike path. Well, you see, you hear people scurrying around at night. Why are they walking up and down the riverbank? You know, there's enough traffic where they had created their own stair steps, which we used to do at the crick. At the crick. Sure. Remember sure. at the crick? Sure. You and your, you and your brothers would oh, yeah. carve stair steps and use the root systems and, and go down. You know, that, do what that's, you needed to do. Yeah, that's that's... You know, typical crick activity, buddy. Yeah, but not as, not as, I mean, that's like <laughs> Peter Pan and Neverland collided with California. <laughs> like, I'm not uh, trying to be a dick. Uh, you know, I get it. Like, if I was homeless and I was looking for someplace warm and yeah. I'd probably do the same thing. Um, yeah, and I feel bad. Come to that, you know, I feel some bad. Some people that like, like, not being bound to society. Some people want yep. to not have a job and tax hey, returns, this, that. Tar, they just want to live and to be. And I remember there's a really good story about back in the day for um, the climbing culture in uh, Yosemite, I want to say, that there was this this dude that basically lived in the woods. And, like, the rangers would always try to, like, follow him and find him and, like, basically get him because he was just living in Yosemite, yeah. like, yeah. on the land. and. He would walk so slow that they would like try to follow him that eventually he would just lose them. Like they would try to trail him and like not let him know. Like they were trying to watch him where he was went. Yeah. Know, he'd always just like disappear and somehow like elude them. But, you know, I guess what I'm trying to highlight is there are certain people that, you know, they, they don't want to be, again, doing a nine to five and paying a mortgage and whatever else. Like they, they mm -hmm. want to go that route. So I can see how they're like, Hey, look, yeah. here's an opportunity. Let's, well, let's carve some, this out. some people homestead in a really remote place in the, in the beautiful mountains. Some that I can people, get down with too is some people dwell in underground tunnels and cities and in, in riverbeds. <laughs> Not everybody trying to get off the grid is going that nice, uh, you know, I'm going to have goats and I'm going to plant me a nice garden and I'm going to build right, myself right, a log right. cabin. No, we're going Darren you on your ass. I'm and we're going saying, in. So this this next one dovetails perfectly with this cuz here you go, Bob. Amazing. You're talking, "Oh my god, there's so many underground things right. about articles and bunkers right. and bases and all this stuff." So we have 
with you guys. Let's hit that. Uh, and this is from abcnewsnow.com, and this is written by Gary Dimsky. And it says, Shine a light takes uh, – I wanted to turn dust – Turn to dust, Las Vegas homeless tell of primal life underground in 600 miles of city tunnels. Okay, That's insane. <laughs> so they're asking, what drives the homeless into living in tunnels in Vegas? What pulls them out? Robert Brank- In Vegas? Probably Vegas. They went there and lost it all, and they're like, well, right. I guess I'm going to just crawl under the man cover here. And right. Next right. thing you know, they're like, there's yeah. another club? I... <laughs> It's a little dirtier, a little okay. duck I'm buttery. Just starting to think of, I'm just starting <laughs> to think of the hangover going from like on the surface level of Vegas to like the 600 oh. underground, uh, 600 miles underground of Vegas. There you that go. That needs to be the next hangover. That's, that's they hangover end up in the underground, three or four. <laughs> whatever it is. That's hangover and, you know, <laughs> Mad Max. Yep. So Robert that's Demolition Man. Yeah, it, 100%. God. God, we need to rewatch that. Do a little watch I'm going party. To. Watch some I'm demolition, going to. man. Oh, Wesley Snipes in that. So Robert Banghart has one of the answers. Not all, just some. In the past seven months, his crew of volunteers has pulled 220 people from the violence and desolation of cave-like limp- living, up from 80 for all of the past year. So insane. Last the year before that, they pulled out 80 less people. Than this year, so it's it's going up and up and up. Um, here's a nice little photo for you guys. So every Saturday for four years, he and about sixty to eighty volunteers in groups of six to eight slink into the tunnels, caves, flooded canals, and freeway underpasses, handing out peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, bottled water, and first aid kits, and other items of survival like socks. Socks are extremely popular with. Tunnel, tunnel, tunnel dwellers, which makes perfect sense. You know, you, you got, you know, your house socks get a little wet. You got to oh get a, a freshy pair. You're walking around in duck butter. It's just, you know, you got to have clean feet, man. You, you'll get, you'll get swamp foot, which I've had and walked around Bonnaroo for three days with it. Oh, don't yeah. recommend doing that. Well, you don't um, want to get a staph infection. Yeah, that's what I had. The doctor yeah. was like, what do you mean you walked around Bonnaroo for three days with this? I was like, oh, you know, I just thought I somebody stepped on my foot really hard. He's <laughs> like, no, you're going to die if you don't. No, that's your body. That's your body telling you bad things are happening. <laughs> and it hurt. But you know what? I was bound and determined to see Snoop Dogg. And after I saw Snoop Dogg, I finally went to the hospital. So there you Dude. go. I was quite obsessed. I remember being at a local community picnic because I didn't go to Bonnaroo. I yeah. think I had just gotten back from a trip, and I was – this is before text, I think, even happened. I didn't have text back then, and I was getting the reports back that you had had a, an infection on your foot or something. It was just like, what is happening? <laughs> I thought you were at a music festival. It's basically trench foot, like what people in the Vietnam War would get sloshing around in jungles. It's like that's swamp That's foot. what I had. Yeah. It's swamp foot. Yeah, yeah. It's basically – well. I Just, was wearing. I wore wet shoes, slightly damp. You can't shoes. do that. You can't I, do that. Hey, I thought they were dry, bud. They no, were just you gotta they put were, fresh socks on. They were damp. They were fresh. I had great socks, but my <laughs> shoes because it poured. So we moved our campground all the way, probably like it's like a mile and a half. So back in the day, you could move your campsite right up front, which is what Brozone started out as brozone was a small campsite campsite brozone that was all the way up front where we would 
basically move all of our stuff up there, pop-up tents, everything, and it was camping only. You couldn't have a car yeah. up there. So if you wanted yeah. to take all your crap and move it, you could. So the yeah. day, first day, it's pouring, bro. And we're moving, slogging our stuff all the way nope. a mile and a half. <laughs> Somebody brought a full grill on wheels. I'm like, you guys are idiots. Like, what? Do, you can't bring <laughs> So we had to carry this grill like a mile and a half in the rain. I'm carrying the propane tank, uh, you know, a pony keg of beer, which, you know, was in the wagon. Like we this couldn't was carry the year it. you got swamp foot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, are you surprised? Was, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, but that's why my foot was what my, like my if I was shoes. a palm reader and you told me what you were packing to go to Bonnaroo, <laughs> I might be like swamp foot. I see. I see. <laughs> I see swamp foot. I see it in the cards. I see, I see it in the tea leaves. I've been listening uh, to episodes about John D and and scrying oh, yeah. and uh, who's the other Ed, guy? Edward Kelly. Edgar Edward Kelly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do some scrying about Bonnaroo. Yeah. I oh, see was... swamp foot. Yeah. <laughs> in your future, sir. <laughs> uh, it's like yeah. I just thought somebody stepped on my foot. Nope. <laughs> no, that's full on. Full on. Full on infecto. Uh, yeah. Well, and what it else hurt about really the Las? Yeah, what uh, else about the Las Vegas? So we only really read three sentences before we got sidetracked. So well, there's there's okay. more. Do we need we, to revisit? We got into wet socks and swamp foot, and here Fair we go. We'll, we'll jump right back in. Uh, these safety checks are one step, uh, one step in a path out, a way of making connections, building relationships with members of a population that's leery of normal. Pr- protective people and what is theirs and often unpredictably they're violent so there's 600 miles of tunnels in las vegas and there's around 1500 people living underground and so the director of shine a light foundation which is a nonprofit focused on the las vegas homeless he says but everyone in there is a life Someone worth saving, which I totally, right. totally, totally agree. Sure. Um, you know, we have addiction, mental illness, broken family unions. These are some of the common themes, uh, some of the common themes in the lives of the Las Vegas tunnel dwellers. Banghart, 46, knows firsthand, too. He lived in the tunnels until about four years ago. A savage wow. beating started his path out, he says. I got hit in the head with an axe, split my skull, beaten with a pipe, and my jaw broken. Banghart says, I almost died twice. The people at the Freedom... Uh, Holy here we go. Gosh darn it. You guys need to yell at me when I don't have the article up. Bub, again, you're not yelling at me when I need to. On the to stream? Bump. Yeah. I, sorry. You're not watching it. I'm looking at it, but I'm looking at the chat too. I wasn't even thinking about the article being up. I guess I should. <laughs> well, there's I never a think photo. about it. Yeah, I don't know how long that wasn't up. That's okay though. That's hey, right. we're we're still dialing this in. We're learning. Uh, I love learning, especially technology. This is fun. Um, it's a lot more relaxed this format, which is really fun. Um, oh, you know what? Darn it, Stoner, where'd you go, Stoner? He already left. Hang on. What'd you do? Here we go. What's going on? What happened? There. The background's moving now, right? Is the background... You guys see the lightning bugs moving? Ha ha! What you think about oh, that? There you go. Yeah. You like that, yeah. bub? No, I got huh? it. I see it happening. There you go. That's... Yeah, that's. I just had to hit play. Um, 
So the people at Freedom House Sober Living, another Las Vegas nonprofit, pulled him out, got him into a hospital. Banghart credits Paul Vautriana, which is the director of Shine a Light, for his recovery. But after prison, 67, tri- 67 trips to rehab and primal living underground, Banghart had many reasons to say enough. Wow, 67 <clears throat> rehabs. Boy. Uh, for for Donica, for Donica Martinez. 67. Yeah. That's dedication. It's unfortunate. It works if you work it. Yeah. Well. Yeah, keep working it. I think you need to move underground. That's actual rock bottom. I mean, this this makes real. This makes look. This makes living in a van down by the river just seem like you know, (laughs) glamping. Almost right. Right. Well, give me the government cheese. Some of these places are nice though, dog. I mean, they got them pimped out, bro. I don't care. I'm not going underground with a. Daily, you know, <laughs> law might be somebody beating you with an axe, <laughs> splitting your. I'm not, you know, again, that could happen up here. However, hopefully, it's less like I just. That's oh. just too weird for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm, just, I'm with you. I'm with you, man. Imagine I'm with just, you. I'm just saying that's. I'm already dreaming up too many weird scenarios of people getting lured into the tunnels and never coming back out. Like, I'm oh not yeah, going, right. I'm gonna turn my GPS signal on. So here you go. Uh, Donica Martinez, age 42, removed from the tunnels for five months in August. The gift of despair was her way out. Addiction and prostitution sent Martinez underground. I was trafficked, she says. I had a pimp, and he completely controlled my life for 14 years. Then he chased me for another three after that. That's a dedicated pimp, sir. And that's that's how, and that's how I got into the tunnels. So she's on the run from her pimp and ends up in the tunnels probably, you know, clearly to hide out and to get away from him. So Martinez, who has lived in Las Vegas for 20 years, took the tunnels, took to the tunnels to shake free from her stalking pimp. My addiction kept me there. So then she just, you know, it's an open air drug market. Most of these encampments, at least here in Columbus where we live, um, you know, these, these, Tent cities are really just yeah, pretty open, lax open regulations air. around it's, them. Yeah, there's not any regulations. No know? one's really there's... wearing a badge or yeah, yeah. keeping law and order. <laughs> You're not seeing Elliot Stabler out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Sorry, too deep. Yeah, deep it's it's pretty uh pretty loose. You know, a little loose. <laughs> Uh, her father's death in 2021 in October of 2021 started on her path out. She took all sorts of drugs, was once pistol whipped. And in that gift of despair ended up on the side of a railroad track in triple digit heat. She found the drugs did a little to ease the pain of her father's death and that primal existence, insignificant gratification in finding food, water, shelter, or the next fix was taking its toll. She was dirty, alone, tired, and lost. I mean, that is rock bottom. I felt yeah. I was a lost cause, she says. Yeah. I wanted to just lay down in the dirt and turn into dust. Wow. It's poetic. That's poetic. It's... You know? Just resilience, man. But hey, wish her all the best. Wish all yeah. of these cave dwellers and people underground. Um, That's you know, still blowing my mind. It's a long road, but that's about as rock bottom as you can get. Whew. That was an intense one. Uh, we're going to shift gears here a little bit. Now, this one 
next one is pretty freaking awesome. Um, and this guy has a couple videos I actually want to show you. I'm, I'm going to kind of fumble around through this maybe a little bit, so bear with me, guys. Uh, merge. So this is from YouTuber Crystal Palace Lantron or at Lantron. I tagged you in our episode for Strange Happenings, brother. So thank you for all the work you're doing out there. We're going to keep oh, cool. the, the underground theme going here, guys, the cave theme. Now, this is very strange. The video is titled Sealed Portal Straight into the Mountain Close-Up like of the South American Polygon military bases? Melted Stone USA. So if you guys remember, I don't know, at least three or four strange happenings ago when we, we covered the gentleman that was up in the mountains and he was filming these weird stone doors. And he there was a giant, from what he said, that was peeping through these peepholes. Bub, do you remember this? My jog in your memory. I don't remember a giant peeping through the peepholes. It was a giant stone door, and he said that there was. I remember the doors, a, a being yeah. looking through this peephole. Out oh of yeah, and it was you know these big giant eyes, and this door was huge, enormous. So why are these weird stone doors popping up all over the place? Now I'm not saying a giant lives here or anybody lives in this thing, but it sure is freaking strange. Like I said, they're the deep oh, underground military bases. They put the <laughs> the, oh. the doors in the mountains and stuff. Yes, exactly. Well, you know, maybe that's what this is too. Well, Here we go. That's what I'm thinking. It's something else. You guys see that like okay? Perfectly mm -hmm. sealed portal. He's calling them portals. I don't know about that, but. It's like, almost like a porch. Porch? Sure, I get down with that. Protecting it. It literally looks like something out of The Hobbit. Yep. Lore. And uh, as you can see, it has every perfect point. Look at that. I know. It's perfect size for the ant people. Oh, ant people ant reference. How about that? Right. So you got giants, you got ant people. Um, you guys, or just uh, protect really me by cool. watching with me. And, uh, I'm gonna mute him, or it's natural stone that's kind of chipped away and, and fallen away. Um, and who knows, but it, it is interesting, it does kind of look like a door. Now, I want to show you guys this, and I'm gonna bring me and Bub in. Uh, Bub, if you want to just entertain everybody for a second while I get this second What's one up? queued up. Yeah. Um, Are you getting another video ready? Yeah. Uh, I see. That's the one I've seen before. That's the one you showed me. It's, That's the YouTube it's short. It's titled, here we go. I got it. Yep. Okay. Stand by. Let me just Copy. make sure. Um, um, shoot. That's not Did the right you lose one. it? Yeah. Um, yeah, just hang out with the chat for a little bit. While you want I me to send this. it to you? Here. No, no, it's a, it's not the one I'm talking. You're thinking of. Oh, okay. It's a different one. Well, all right then, fine. We'll hang out here, here we go. All right, got it. This is interesting. Okay, here we go, guys. <clears throat> Merge. About a mile and a half down from that site. Found this giant slab here up in the cliffs again. 
and it's just absolutely huge, several tons. It's completely separated from the cliff. But here's the weird part. The weird part is it's completely resting and balanced on that rock, which is super tiny right in there. That's uh, really weird. Anyways, let me know what you guys think. I mean, yeah, whoa. I don't know what to think about that. I don't know if that was the the one that I was thinking of, but uh, anyways, it 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 was one of his shorts. The shorts just don't look great on screen. That's what I have. But I have the you, short. I was gonna give right. you. That's fine, but I'm gonna find yeah, the one. It's that not I'm, the one you were talking about. Still, no, I this got is you. Still a how different many, one. How many videos do you got of this? A lot. Well, this guy's got some. You know, that's good. I'm glad that there's documentation. So Jesus Pion Jr. was sending me some pretty strange images of all the way across uh, on this property where mm -hmm. in the distance on the side of these mountains, just where nobody goes. And seeing these structures, these right angles, they look like doorways. They look like, you know, some kind of porthole. Um, they look like, you know, some of them look like altars, uh, but it, really weird stuff like that. Um yeah. But uh, almost like a Stargate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I like it. I dig it. I like I said, man. I I like seeing those videos where people are up in the mountains, whether it's you know kind of the whole dulcy feel or this or that. But they're like, yep. hey, look, there's a door in this mountain, and like legit door. Like that's where it's like, is that a government operation going mm -hmm. on there, or is there really a battle? Right, you, you know. Wasn't there a, uh, a effort to train soldiers in subterranean warfare like a couple mm -hmm, years ago? Mm -hmm. I remember that being a really weird article coming out or story conversation talking point of like, yeah, wait, what are we trying to do? We're trying to learn how to fight underground. Like, what? You sound yeah. a lot like Phil Snyder there, buddy. Yep, exactly. Phil, and that's a dude right there that is almost he's close to just not existing anymore in the conversations. Every now and then he still gets brought up, but people just aren't really well aware of him and like. Yeah, he had a good documentary about him. His daughter was in on. Yeah, was because his story, dude, it, it was too. It is too wild. So I found the video. Do uh, it. It's a short, but let's just watch it quick. It's interesting. Here we go. Well, you can see closest I've ever gotten, and still absolutely huge. There's <clears throat> like a porch. Wow. To the front of it. It's a weird one, right? A bunch of rocks. And it almost looks like it, like, rolls into the cliff. That's weird, man. It's I'm not saying it's anything. I'm just like, I've never seen anything like that hiking in the mountains. Join where it looks no. like a, a clear be, uh, door. Like, uh, right angle. Right, right. I don't know. But, but me, there's also a lot of gems and minerals that grow in, like, very geometrical yep. patterns and shapes and, and do they things that away. we would not right. you know expect mm -hmm. and, and yeah. what have you so yeah have to say exactly. that it is very interesting it's very strange i don't know what to make of it but yeah wild wild i'm glad people are out there doing the work though man that's great yeah he's just out there hiking around like hey this looks weird you know kind of like awesome. uh, michael collins from wandering wolf and and right will and some of the video stuff that they're doing <laughs> right just like hey here i am at this weird thing you make your decision well, it's, a, it's a crowdsourcing or, right like come out here everybody's going out. out and filming it and you have your opinion somebody else goes out and film it but even if you do <laughs> that you might still get something 
that uh, you know, just everybody going and still putting eyes on it, that's going to open up the discourse for it, and hopefully somebody yeah. will full on research it and fund it and figure it out, you know. But uh, until then, it's open for debate. Giant door research. I'll be on the ground. Hey, that. dude, deep <laughs> underground military bases. I'm all all on board for that kind of stuff. I don't know that I'd ever want to find one. I think yeah. that turned me into some kind of experiment. Yep. But um, anyways. Born Not to Run, you're killing it, dude. Our mod, mod, Born Not to Run, killing it. Crushy Crusherson. That's what's up. Crushy. Uh, here we go. Bub, I'll let you do this one. This one's good. Um, there you go. This is the three Kansas City Chiefs fans found frozen to death in friend's backyard. Yep. And that's just kind of bizarre, but yeah. Andrea this Blanca. This happened happened fairly quick too yeah it's from the independent um the remains of three missouri men were found in a backyard after they reportedly froze to death following a visit to the friend's home to celebrate a kansas city chief's victory um law enforcement in kansas city uh they're death investigating the deaths of the three gentlemen after they were found outside a home um address isn't important at the moment but um two of the bodies were discovered in the backyard and one was found on the porch of the residence two days after they were last seen so this gets really interesting so police said foul play is not suspected and the deaths are not being investigated as homicides but the circumstances surrounding the fatalities remain unclear um the three men arrived at the home of their friend jordan willis shortly after 9 p.m on the 7th of january to celebrate a game that saw the kansas city chiefs you know, beat the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. So uh, Mr. Willis reportedly went to bed and had no knowledge that his friends had died until police showed up at his door on the 9th of January, which is two days later, and eventually found the remains. So for two days, I mean, I, if you were just that hungover, you didn't get out of bed, whatever, whatever. We'll, we'll surmise this later, but although a cause and manner of death have not been confirmed pending an autopsy, John Picerno, an attorney for Mr. Willis, said the men seemingly died by hypothermia. That week in Kansas City saw below freezing temperatures, um, you know, reach down to the teens. So it was, it was really cold. And I remember it being really cold around here. So um, he also said it was a mystery how the three bodies went undiscovered for two days. Quote, Jordan had absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with their deaths. Um, he does not know the timing or manner of their deaths, nor does he know how or when they exited his house. He had no knowledge that they remained in his backyard or that they needed medical attention. Um, according to his attorney, uh, Mr. Willis was unaware that loved ones had been trying to locate his three missing friends. Although two cars that belonged to his friends were parked in his street, um, Mr. Willis didn't notice the cars because they were not parked in his driveway. Quote, two people came to his house. However, he did not hear them as he sleeps with earbuds and um, a loud fan. One of those people, the wife of one of the deceased, tried to reach him via Facebook Messenger. Unfortunately, he did not see the message until after the police contacted him. Um, Kansas City Police Department uh, still investigating whether alcohol or drugs were involved, which, you know, I, maybe they were, but game? I don't know that. I don't, you you know, can't I guess get that we'll, hammered. We'll get to, yeah. That, you got to be on some serious. Yeah. They did tell Fox News that Mr. Willis had been um, cooperative with the investigation and he was not considered. So, quote, first and foremost, this case is 100 percent not being investigated as a homicide. Um, Captain Bikina said um, there have not been any arrests or charges and no one is in custody. There are no specific threats or concerns for the surrounding community at this time. Let's. Let's That's break this down. Let's on. break this Hold down on. a little bit. Break it down. Well, wow. 
there's a couple things here that's, you know, hey, I thought my friends left. I have no reason to look in my backyard. Or, you know, he let his dog out apparently. But, hey, at my house, when my dog wants to go outside, I'm not sitting there investigating my backyard. I open that door. Hurry up, Rello. Get out there. Do your business. Get back in the house because I know you're going to be full of mud because all it's doing is raining right now here. Yeah. And so I'm not paying attention. I'm I'm wigging out about, God, now I have to clean your paws again for the 10th time today because right. we're all home on the weekend. Uh, so I get it. But. It's also I have a really small how backyard. Did, how did they get back there? What do you mean? You know what I mean? How did these guys get back I, there? I would have to see what his yard looked like. I don't understand. Like, is this a yard where like from the front of the house to the back of the house you can't get to the yard unless you like when we were in California at the time where it was like there's no getting to the next house over yard, like you gotta run around the entire block. Like, does this guy live in the sticks? I I'd have to see it to understand because like yeah. Where we grew up, you can get to the backyard, just walk around the house. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and, and but my flux, backyard now, I got a small backyard. I'm going to see you. Yeah. I'm going to see you. Right. And, and Flutz was saying that he he's like a pharmacist or I, I don't want to get that wrong. Um, but yeah, the, the guy's like some kind of scientist oh. or researcher or something, which, which was kind of strange. I think I have a different link where it actually shows that. It's oh. Like a, Maybe you had a little bit of... You had extra an original, from the stores. Yeah, a little something, something. Who knows? Um, yeah. You can only speculate. But man, is this a really bizarre I don't like to story? Yeah. It's very strange. Just for the fact of like how many people like you, you got cars down the street. Of yes. Mm hmm. I just, I don't know. He sleeps yeah. with a loud fan and with earbuds in. Like that seems egregious. Like I don't like to hear noises, but I sleep with a fan. I might put earplugs yeah. in, but. Right. I'm going to wait. I don't know. I'm I'm going to hear you pounding on the door after a while, probably. Or <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I also have to consider that there are people out there that aren't like me at all. And maybe they wouldn't have noticed this or wouldn't have noticed that because I notice a lot of things that I don't even want to notice. Yeah. I notice way too much. So I get it. Some people are pleasantly aloof, which God, I wish I could be as much. Um, but yeah, it, 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 there's something to this. Front, there's know, something here. Mm-hmm. There's something. I don't care if they're saying he's not a person of interest. They right. might be just saying that so he doesn't run. Who knows? Right. Like I Seth mean, in the city said, two of them. How how did the guy not see them or look down the right. road or right. look for them when M, their cars M were out saying, front? When their cars are out front. Breaking Bad for rich white folks. Yeah. Is that what you think? I mean, I don't know because it's weird. It's really, really strange, and it doesn't make sense. And it's one of those that you kind of go, maybe if it just makes it through the news cycle headline, how fast can it get out of the big headlines, you know? If it can get down to the local level and suppress it, then it can go away. Ah. I don't want to get too conspiratorial with it, but, you know, again, if it is something that small town – here you go. Born not to run. Temperatures were minus four degrees Fahrenheit to kick off last Saturday evening. So did those guys just stumble back there and quickly froze to death? I, I mean, huh? They'd have to be back there for a while, though, even to just. I don't think you freeze to death. Freeze that to fast. death. But, uh, yeah. No, I don't think that's what what he's saying. But I'm just thinking, did they get back there 
they were they already dead and then their bodies froze. Yeah. Um, well, Seth is saying like though that said, the photo where these bodies were in the chairs is right by a big window and a door. Be hard to miss. It'd be hard, it'd be tough to miss. Hey, it's hard to honey, speculate. did you know? I'll say this: my father apparently didn't notice when I got into a little fender bender in high school, but my mom did right away. So, oh, yeah. oh, just yeah. saying what people notice and what they don't notice. However, I will yeah. contest that maybe he just didn't want to notice. And and Flood says if they passed out and then froze, good point. But all, it's weird that all three of them together Who's going would do outside that? in that freaking weather. To pass out and freeze. I don't know. I don't know. Especially in a trio. Yeah. Like together. And we all just die. Oh, no. Necro said, sounds like what's happening in uh, True Detective season four. Don't tell me. Stop. 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 No spoilers. Stop. No, I don't know. So stop. Stop. Just stop. I didn't even put that together. Necro, you just freaked me out. I've only watched the cat. It's only two episodes, bud. Calm down. You can't, can't stream the No, whole I don't know anything about it yet. What do you mean? I've not watched an episode. Your girl's in it. You I don't, don't know anything about it. I don't want to know anything about it yet. It's, I know it's good. It's girl, I know one Clarice, thing about it. Clarice. It's all I know. You know, Joe. He Foster's said cigarettes are a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah, if you're chain smoking a whole pack at once. Yeah. I used to smoke a lot of cigarettes. <laughs> yes. That's a weird story. I think I, we're going to hear more coming about this. I, you know, my gut instinct tells me this isn't over. Right. It's going to get stranger before it stops. Man, I can't wait to go home there and watch you the go. new episode of season four of True Detective when I get home. Oh, he's an HIV scientist. Thank you, all one same, whose three Kansas City Chiefs friends froze to death. Yes, outside his home. Checks into Is rehab. that a real thing? Oh, the last thing. Hang on. Oh. Uh, Wait, All wait let same. me see if I can find that. Read Is that, that real, Bob. Real clip. Read uh, it, Bob. Th- so what he's saying in the chat here, she, I'm not sure. All one same. Um, says a uh, HIV scientist who, uh, whose three Kansas City Chiefs friends froze to the death outside Mail. his home, okay. checks into rehab after realizing he had a problem with addiction. Yeah. So that right there would explain Makes a lot of sense. Sleeping through somebody beating on the door. Yep. This and that. You might need to wear headphones and this and that to sleep, like fluts to your Daily point. Mail, here it is. They were probably out there. Jeez, I'm... here. Let's go through this. I mean, Bob. all you, you need wanna, is a. You want to read this, Bob? A, yeah, where's it at? Um, I, I can it. send it to you in Mattermost. That's fine. I mean, all you really need is a Stand talk by. screen to go. What you know? What's in there? I it's guess in the episode thread. Some kind of um. Here you go. Episode thread. Boom. Yeah. We're trying. That's why we love you guys. This is, you know, we didn't so dig you go. dig into this close enough. All one saying thank you for that. So, yeah. So, he did. He checked. Oh, well, he, it's, the headline says that he checked into rehab after realizing he had a problem with addiction. Um, Get out of there. So, yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> he, 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 said he took He took the events of that night and the days after as an enormous, heartbreaking wake-up call. Which, again, hey, man, let the good times roll. We're all having fun. Everybody's, you know, feeling la-di-da. You go to bed. Do you expect that your three boys go outside and freeze to death? Well, this is, I told you, this is a deep one. Um, So it made him realize he's got a problem. So uh, police have not made any arrests. They're still, uh, they're yet to reveal the cause of death. So 
the results from the tox report or the toxicology report are still pending. But detectives are combing through the phones of the three men who were found dead um, nearly 48 hours after the football um, watch party on January 7th. And um, Willis, he was an HIV scientist, or still is, I guess, uh, moved out of his home within days of police knocking on his door to question him about the bodies, fearing retaliation, and hasn't been seen since. So he got up and got out yeah. immediately. Yeah. He's like, uh-uh, 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 gone. Well, you so got that dude was like, I'm dipping. Up. Yeah. Whatever. He Gene hackman in the birdcage and got on the ladder <laughs> out the back window and went to South Florida, I think. It's probably where favorite, he's at. That's your favorite movie, isn't it, Bob? I love the birdcage. Isn't it? It's got to be your favorite movie. You watch, you've watched the birdcage more than anybody I know. I've seen it a lot. It holds a really special place in my heart. It's probably one of my favorite. And I just saw it was Gene Hackman's birthday recently. He's 94. So, yeah. Sh- Gene it's, it's, Hackman is the he's man. He's still alive. He's alive. I didn't even know he was still alive. Dude, Gene Hackman and Royal Tenenbaums. He's amazing. Unbelievable. Yeah. Anyhow, let's get around the call sec here. Um, so for two days, the families of the victims say they visit his home, right? They tried to call him Facebook Messenger. We heard about this, you know, and said eventually the fiance of one of the men broke into the house through the basement and found the first body in the backyard. She then called police who arrived to find Willis in his underwear holding a wine glass. I remember hearing about this mm-hmm, part. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Jeez, I forgot about that. So um, said they could. The families um, spoken to DailyMail.com said they could not dismiss drugs as a possible cause of death of all three men. Theories by experts include the men taking enough fentanyl combined with alcohol to pass out after leaving well, that'll the house do it. and to freeze to death. So here, first off, you take too much fentanyl. It's not about the freezing to death. This that it's. You I always stop used to breathing. Joke, you just stop breathing. Yes, you stop breathing. Your Things brain stop working. Tells your lungs and heart to stop. Like you're basically your subconscious mind, it sends signals to your lungs to not breathe anymore. Well, it turns off your like I don't know if it's sympathetic or autonomic nervous system, but yeah, basically right. Your autopilot, like like when you go to your computer and just hey, wake up from sleep, it's you're still not, running in the background, like it's yeah, still doing things. You're not thinking. I need I need are, to breathe right now. You're not one breathe in, one breathe right, out, one breathe right, in. Yeah, right. that's. You, you just do it. That's skeletal muscle. Lift one yeah. time, set it down. Smooth muscle just does its job all the time. Your heart beats, your lungs work, you know, all these things that just do what they do without our input. You know, they're on autopilot. So you right. take enough fentanyl. And, my God, man, fentanyl is just, it's got to stop. I did not think uh, it would be what it is, but it is, you want to talk about something even more dangerous than anything else. Yeah. Because it just, this you get people that don't know what they're doing and and not Mm -hmm. saying even if you know what you're doing that you should do it but yeah you know hey here's a little too much and it looks like a little bit and it next thing you know like oh he just never woke up that's crazy not really you shut off his smooth muscle reactions anyhow um willis claimed to not have left left his home for two days he um slept with noise canceling headphones on um that blocked out the sounds of his friend's family frantically knocking. Um, he took the events of that night and the days after, again, as a wake-up call, he said, um, after the shocking loss of his three close friends under extremely tra- tra- tragic circumstances, Jordan recognized that he had a problem. So then he went and checked himself into addiction uh, rehab. Um, he said he is devastated. He did not get to say goodbye or go to his friend's funerals. 
Uh, poor, and his terrible. concern about suspicions he caused her this. Not only is the whole country accusing him of murdering his friends without factual details, evidence, or any charges at this time, I but he also lost there. three close friends. So I'm not saying that. I'm not saying no, he willfully no. did this. No, no, no. Um, no, no. For it that, you got to go. For that, you got to go. What does he have to gain there? And I mean, that's a little bit, you know, that's a little too far down, right? Um, and I don't know if we want to go through this entire article. It, no, know, no, no. We don't have to. That's a good. We should, probably should have read this one first. Uh, I didn't know about this. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, you guys this rule. happens sometimes where we pick up, you know, a story or a, this uh, yeah. video clip or whatever it is. And we yep. put it in and sometimes things go so quickly that they make another round. Yeah. Or like an edit even comes out sometimes. I'm like, I didn't yep. read that version. Like, I didn't even know there was another version. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I really expected something of that nature to come about or be like, you know, you know, they were missed, you know, maybe a UFO would be tied into it. They were frozen in place by a tractor beam. And that's how they actually froze it. something crazy because it just doesn't make sense. Like mm-hmm. nobody walks around and goes, Hey, you guys want to rest a spell in these nice Adirondack chairs and you know, <laughs> negative five. Yeah. Celebrate. Have a smoke. Celebrate. Yeah. But Have a man, smoke, that's sad. Hang out. That's sad. It's too bad. Uh, see Wish, what comes uh, of that. Everybody involved, all the best. And uh, right, yeah, it's just a very interesting story. It's just, things get weirder and weirder. Um, we can skip over this uh, this one. I think we should hop into the the one that you popped in here from uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. This oh, tweet. you want to do that one? Yeah, and then I have a, an article I can pull up. But if you want to just kind of explain this guy. So Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s tweet says, New FDA ruling exempts clinical trials with minimal risk from informed consent. That means that researchers can experiment on you without your knowledge or permission, so long as they can claim that what they were testing is safe. Boy, that's that aggressive. That just doesn't if it's sit true. well with me. If it's that true. doesn't sit well with me. So here you go. I have the, that doesn't sit well the, with me. The article like linked. That? Absolutely not, dude. You know me. Like, well, you have to have consent. You know, there's the Constitution is put in place to protect us from things like this. And you can go on and on. Well, it needs updated. It's outdated. It might right. be one of the, the most important documents ever created. And we kind of jacked it from the Iroquois Nation. Uh, you know, we, Thomas uh, uh, Jefferson and, and Franklin, uh, Ben Franklin kind of jacked it from the Iroquois. And, and the Iroquois Nation. But, you know, this is the reason why we're, we have those in place. It's it's not because, you know, you have to establish that leave me alone and you have to give consent. That's why we click on privacy statements from Apple and Google when we download new operating systems to our phone. You have to consent. Um, you know, I just think it's a weird path we're going down. I'm not trying to get political or anything like that, guys, at all. But me, I like to be left alone. You know, let me be me. Let me do what I do. And I know, you know, it's just, it's egregious. So here's this article. Uh, it's not an article. Sorry. This, this federalregister.gov. So the action, final rule, Food and Drug Administration. And it says the Food and Drug Administration, the agency, or we, is issuing a financial, uh, uh, sorry, a final rule to amend its regulations to implement a provision of the 21st Century Cures Act. 
the final rule allows an exemption from the requirement to obtain informed consent when a clinical investigation poses no more than minimal risk to the human subject and includes appropriate safeguards to protect the rights, safety, and welfare of human subjects. The final rule permits an institutional review board to waiver or alter certain informed consent elements. So you have bureaucrats that are that basically can approve this for you. So unelected officials is what this seems like to me. This institutional rebu- review board or IRB to waive or alter certain informed consent elements or to waive the requirements to obtain informed consent under limited conditions for certain FDA-regulated minimal risk clinical investigations. And so this rule takes in effect January 22nd. Uh, this took effect January 22nd. Yeah. And so, you know, you guys can, if you really want to read through this and, and kind of dig into this a little bit more, um, but... You know, maybe you dig into it and and we find out that it's not what it seems. But let us know if we're full of BS or not. Yeah, I'm happy to be called out if this is a nothing burger. But I mean, there is something to the fact of saying RFK. Hey, you don't you don't need to you don't need to know about this. You don't need. There's enough of all that going on already of what we do and don't need to know about. There's enough of that. Yeah, this is the one area I don't need that. Like if I go in for a root canal or this or that. I'd like to know the full extent of what, you know, fill yeah. me in on that. I'm good with it. You know, you don't have to yeah. sugarcoat it and say, oh, you're too soft boiled to, uh, you know, really understand all this. That's what right. they're really saying to you and to the populace at large is we don't know enough and we're too dumb. And I don't want to bore you with all this complex language in here. So let me do kind of like experiments on you that probably won't cause you any problems to me. That's how I interpret it because it's a very loose, you know, wording of, you know, there's no likelihood of harm or however they phrase it. You know, they're going to use really good legalese for that. And, um, you know, full disclosure, one thing that I used to always joke about a lot, um, being in healthcare was, you know, they do a lot of things but they do a lot of things for themselves in the sense of you have to cover yourself as a hospital organization, a health sure. entity liability, mm-hmm. make sure that your documentation is correct and this and that. Yep. And it used to be, Hey, if you didn't chart it, it didn't happen. Uh-huh. And full disclosure. I used to always joke like, Hey, I take really good care of my patients. They love me. Like I'd rather take care of my patients than take care of the computer. So if I didn't chart it, my patients still got it done. They'll be happy with me, so I don't have anything to worry about. Like, yeah. I'm just going to yeah. go actually do the work. That was the one thing I really got fed up with in, in healthcare after a while. I was like that whole phenomenon of worrying about that. But I also know that it just seems kind of shady that I'm still not down with the whole fact of all the DNA things everybody was doing, Ancestry, 23andMe, getting all those hacked. DNA things that were getting bought up yeah. by big tech. Big and they companies. recently got hacked. Twenty three and Me got hacked. Uh, not bio too long companies, ago. et cetera, et cetera. Got, who's after DNA structures of of people? You know, a, a, a really strange lady that's, that I met. That's at, all uh, the information in the festival. world, right there. I'm just. I'm actually asking a question. Like, oh. actually asking a serious question. Because, yeah, like I was saying, I, I met a pretty strange lady a long time ago, a while back at a music festival, 
And she always told me, she said, don't do Ancestry. Don't do 23andMe. Never done any of them. They're looking for somebody. They're looking for certain people. I think so too. Okay, interesting. What kind of people do you think they're looking for? The Ascended Masters are all coming back into this reality. So they're looking for these genetically special people that can house these these enlightened beings that are coming back during this time. It's like, man, I hope what that is. That's I've fantastic. Had a very long conversation with her about that this because really I'm like, hold on a second. Um, <laughs> let's back that up. I wasn't expecting uh, you to say that necessarily. No, um, I think it's, I think it's okay. So, you know, if we really what? want to go down that rabbit hole of why it's concerning to me, you know, we've got genetic, genetically modified this and that and you know anunnaki bloodline there you go chasing well, builders. that's everything's it. turning into metrics everything's turning into numbers you know um if you know people's health history right like we'll talk about health history like your health history is very important like hipaa like mm-hmm. protecting it like yeah i can't go out and like if i took care of uh, uh gene simmons which i never did i'm just saying as an example <laughs> If I was like, oh yeah, you know, Gene Simmons came in and had a a procedure. That's I've broken HIPAA. I've now said something about his yes. health. Yeah. What yeah, I'm yeah. saying is with 23andMe and this ancestry and all that, you want to talk about giving away it, everything's in your DNA. If yeah. somebody just got a surgical report, they'd be like, Oh, you had a hip replacement, but they don't know anything about your DNA profile and like your genetic epigenetics, all that stuff. Like Mm-hmm. There's so much. That's all your information. That's like the last frontier of data mining, right? Is your and if you're looking data. for someone, yeah. What I was gonna say was you're looking for someone in the sense of, I can't remember if it was a patient who this guy or lady had a surgery, and from their blood they found out that this person had some unique property in their blood that either like cured some disease or whatever yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. They took it, they made it into medicine, and they made a lot of money. Yeah. So you look at the rainforest and stuff like that as a pharmacy. We as people also have these natural attributes that not everybody has. And we're not all yeah. aware yep. that Mikey might, you know, Mikey might take five breaths less every second than I do because his lungs are, you know, 55% more efficient. Who knows? Like we're all sitting there thinking at the same time, oh, we all agree upon what we feel like and et cetera, et cetera. But when you really get down to it, we might not all be the same in a lot of ways, right? Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you look at um, what diseases you might be predisposed to, or I might, right? Like, or how tall you might be, right? It, it gives you everything in that. So, yeah, I think it's. I used to get freaked out when they, you know, they they did at the hospital. Basically, you would go in every year, and they would take your blood, and it would give you your cholesterol, and it would give you this, and it would give you that, right? Like, give mm-hmm. you all your numbers. And what they did was they would give you like a credit towards your health insurance every year. And I don't know if I'm sure other businesses do this to me. It was always kind of strange where I was like, what, you know, do they really care about my health? I think they wanted the information of all the employees in that building. Sure. 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 I just think we as a public have not understood why does every store want your phone number and email and this, and that? they want to know everything about you to target you, mm-hmm. to sell you this, to, everybody's just getting turned into these metrics and datas and we're not, they're not 
if if Bernays looked at people as a group thought, you know, as just group A, group B, group C, I mean, it's only gotten worse. And now they just hit, you know, a different filter search and they go, I wonder what it's like if I look at people in this model and if I query it this way. I really do. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're playing God at this point with it. Yeah. And kind of going back to, you know, somebody mentioned in the chat, they're looking for the star children, the indigo children. Are you aware of I this? I wouldn't be beyond thinking that's real. Yeah. Do you know about indigos? And I do a the, little bit in star the, children. Sure. The light beings. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, born with psychic abilities, um, you know, or empaths. Yeah. Abilities turned up to 10. And so also Wait, empaths just being empathic. Yeah. Anything like that. Anything like that. Absolutely. What does that mean? So, you know, empaths... just explain it to me because I don't get what you're saying here about if you're empathic, you could be a star child. It's one of the signs of a, of a sensitive kid. Yes. Uh, whether it's indico or hmm. the, um, the crystal children, that's what they call them. Um, I was about to say, I'm going to need to get checked for that one then because I got to turn mine off sometimes. Yeah, that's a, I know it's always been kind of an early sign of, of kids that have, might have psychic abilities is, is being able to, you know, sense the emotions of other people and, and learning how to like turn that off and tune it out when it's needed. So you're not always absorbing and, uh, the energy of other people. Uh, but you know, all these kind of kids and, this genetic material would be, you know, what if there's the bloodline of Jesus or the bloodline of these bi- biblical figures? And Jesus really did go to France with Mary Magdalene and, and had a had a baby <laughs> named Sarah that lived for many, many, many years in the southern Dude. region of France. And Sarah moved on and eventually came to places like South America. Dude. And that bloodline continued on. All right, I might get down with 23andMe now. If like, you know Here's my mean? take, and that's why I'm saying it is because what if <laughs> they're trying to actually put together the real story? Because what we've been dis- discussing here and in our last couple podcasts too, especially last, last night, the one we just did, talking about how do we get the real story? How do we really get Genetics. to understand what's going on? I'm with you. I'm with you. It's what I'm saying. Maybe. Yeah, what yeah, if yeah. just maybe we got to get. <laughs> and that's that's the that's a big that's, trust factor. Like, hey, we the, just the hackers are promise. Doing? All we want is just we just want to do good things with the guys. Tell us everything. We won't yeah. tell a soul. We'll put it in the vault. <laughs> that Chris, uh, speaking of bloodlines, whatever happened to Hitler's relatives? You never heard about Jerry Hitler from Oklahoma, right? Maybe that they're looking for them. They're looking for him. Whatever Jerry, happened to yeah. Jerry Hitler? Good Jerry God. Walter. Uh, uh, you know, Norma Jean, I don't know. Uh, that's too it's, funny. it's, it's interesting. Um, but there you go. I don't know how we got into, uh, genetic material and all that, but that was kind of a fun. Well, one. we talked about the, um, medical, uh, conformed, informed consent type thing of, how yes, 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 yes. Slipped a quick one in there. Yeah, that was good. Um, mm. But I do have an announcement, guys. Give me one moment. I am going to post this in here right now if I could actually type. Because we are approaching the end of the episode, guys. I hope everybody out there had a great time hanging out. Uh, this was a really, really fun one. We had some Absolutely. ridiculous articles. I wasn't really expecting uh, some of those to kind of end up the way they did. Um 
So, oh, hang on a second. Add on to that. Operation Second Coming wants to take DNA from the Shroud of Turin and clone Jesus. Yes. Heard about this. New tests have lent more credence to the Shroud being legitimate. Big time update. I can't believe I totally forgot about this story. Um, Maybe that's listening to something about that the other day. Was it from? It was on that podcast. It was on a Rogan podcast uh, episode. Um, but the Shroud of Turin, a lot of people have kind of written off as being a fake for, for years now. And from what they were saying, this new study, uh, basically the parts that they tested that they said was only about 500 years that it, somebody had faked it in, in about 500 years ago. So like the 1300s, whatever, 1400s. But that place was just one of the stops on the Shroud of Turin's journey, according okay. to the documentation, is that it ended up in that place, but it was somewhere else long before that in multiple oh. places. So this new test shows that it's actually the part that they tested is more closer to around 2,000 years old. And the okay. part that they tested could have been uh, a patch that somebody 500 years ago patched that baby up and fixed it. So you have multiple sections of, of the tra- Shroud of Turin that have different ages, different dates. So they're reeds. It's reed clothing. Um, grasses, yeah. reeds. That's how they they make uh, would make the uh, materials how back the, then. How the Funeral hell does materials. that last? How does that last 2,000 years? Reed. Being, being preserved they were this was like that's like a again that's like keeping a tissue for two thousand years advanced art this is an artifact that the catholic church i get it i'm not trying i'm just saying how does it not like well here you go here you go the relic shrine in maria stein ohio the area we grew up has oh but they have a piece of the cross so if anybody isn't hip to what a relic shrine is they're these giant uh nuns live in these places so it's like one of the big hubs of catholic churches and they're in a lot of different places all over the world but it's literally a home for relics so the vatican collects all these relics whether it's john the baptist's you know uh uh, hoodie that he liked to wear in the mornings or you know whatever it is they have these um but in maria stein from what i understand there is a piece of the cross there now how do you go back apparently this thing's documented and preserved and there's a little chapel on the grounds that i remember going into uh when we got our did our confirmation comment yeah. Comment you want yeah, to talk about pretty, go good, one. pretty <laughs> good one. Pretty good one. Yeah. Go all, all one same said there are pieces of the quote real cross all over Italy. You right. could assemble them and a build a house. Yeah. So what they're <laughs> yeah, saying is right, right. everybody right. has, you know But, but the one in the Maria Stein was specifically built, according to them, for to house the piece of the cross. So there are other relics there as well, but it was sent there. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So the story goes. Agreed. Hey, we're, yeah, we're, I can't we're say one way or the Catholics other. Ourselves, so, <laughs> um, but I dabble in it every now and go. then. Yeah, yeah. Take something good from it. Not everything. Okay, guys, we got an announcement. We're gonna put we this do. baby to bed. Uh, just blasted out the link. We got the strange road. And I didn't even spell it correctly. It auto-corrected. you do? Auto-corrected my strange... It says DSR Detours. 
Oh man, that's hilarious. Uh, try again. <laughs> there. And no, I put the right correct link. There we go. TSR. It auto corrected. Darn you, Google. Here we go. Bam. Strange Road Discord channel, guys. That is the link. Hit it. You want to join the Discord channel? You are all welcome. We are announcing that right now. TSR, dis, uh, the Discord channel is live. Uh, there's a couple questionnaires. Hit me up. Let me know what you guys uh, think. Um, if there's any channels or anything that you want added, reach out. Let me know. Um, I think that the very first thing is to kind of just get the conversation going. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, but there you go. Strange Road Discord launched, ready to go. It's still getting kind of dialed in and uh, fine-tuned, but uh, it's out there. And, uh, you know, we probably should have launched this a long time ago, but you know what? We get uh, a little busy with things and then everything just... It's there. It, so, bam, it's out, it's live, and uh, you're all welcome. All welcome to it. So Hell yeah. Um, nice job, Mikey. There you go. Uh, yay, Chasing Mountain Builder says, all one saying. You guys are great, man. You guys rule. Um, like I said, reach out to us. If there's anything you guys want to talk about, the Facebook group, now the Discord channel. I think I added a Strange Happenings channel in there. If I didn't, I'm going to do that. So we'll definitely have that uh, Strange Happenings Discord channel for all you guys to start popping links in there. And, do I get uh, a uh, do, do you get, get in song? It? Do I get a play another oh song? Oh, my God, yes. Of course not you to, do. Not to railroad you. I want to do if you're doing oh, your full please, outro. Oh, please. Please railroad away. I just, want, I just want to play one. Railroad. see what it sounds like. Hey, dude, hit it. But do your thing. Keep saying it. I'm going to hit it. Okay, you're going to get set up? Cool, cool. Okay, guys, Bob's going to play guitar. Uh, I totally forgot that we uh, talked about that. So, again, Discord, hit us up. Strange Road, at the Strange Road on all the... All the platforms, we're everywhere. Just Google us, strangeroad.com. Uh, and here you go. Yeah, I didn't want to get dinged on this one, so I Bob Ramley, everybody. This hey, is I, this is my song. Still, I might be a, a no little words. critical. I might be a little critical yeah. on your placement. Just give me a second. Yeah, I'm gonna Tell me put you, you in preview. Stand by. I think if I put it down there, it should be pretty good. Bye bye. You'll see my guitar. I'm going full screen on you. Can you back up a little bit? Yeah. There you go. And then bring the mic How's up. That, I still need your vocals though. I don't have any vocals on this. Oh, you're just jamming. Cool. It's just it's just instrumental. Okay, copy that. Is that good? Yep. I'm gonna mute myself.
That's it. How was that? There we go. There we go, baby. Not too shabby. Dude, that sounded nice. It sounded real nice. Are you just, I just uh, need to uh, working on that? We got to figure out some. Yeah, I've had that song for a long time. You I think I've had that song since we went skiing at uh, what you call it? Sochi. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> at uh, what you call it? Seven Springs. Oh, okay. Oh Sounds boy! Crazy. Yeah. Okay. I have one more I can do, but yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, do I'm, it up. I'm gonna keep it. I'll keep it simple, but I won't. I'm not gonna sing anything for this because again, it's just more of like stuff that I wrote. Yeah, instrumental. That's fine. I mean, this fine. one turned Hit into it. a song or whatever. Hit it, bro. all for that one yeah buddy yeah buddy that's what's up hey we had some amazing super stickers and super chats while you were doing that we had Seth in the city thank you so much Seth in the city damn rule uh we had you uh inside 
Thank you so, so yes. very much, guys. All of you. That, Believe me, uh, we're working on making that better, too. Yep. Really appreciate that. That's we're amazing. In, wait till That's, we really dial it in. I can't yep. wait to start figuring out how to do some had, of that stuff, too. We had we another one earlier from Burton as well. Thank yeah. all of you guys. You really guys appreciate that. Freaking rule. Uh, make sure you guys go follow Necromechanimal on Instagram, doing all that dope yep. artwork for the show. We appreciate the hell out of him. Go follow Burton from Local Legends, YouTube channel, always putting out great stuff. Uh, who else we got in here? Uh any other creators go check them out guys we have a lot of people that tune in uh we like to jump in other people's live streams too, mix it up a little bit over on da's channel cryptid huntress's channel try to pop into the hollow sky night shift which is i miss cryptid huntress today i was even going to try yeah, to watch it. i totally yeah, biffed on it she's great I felt and terrible i missed that one we're going to get her back on very soon as well uh we That'd got a couple cool. couple other locals that we've been uh working through some uh not even locals. We have uh, some folks that are way across the pond. Uh, another, another researcher <laughs> in Netherlands. We have a researcher in the UK. So we're going international with our guests, y'all. What are you reading? Yeah. Did I miss uh, I was reading Burton's comment. He said, do it shirtless next time. You might get more super chats. And, <laughs> and then uh, I read. Uh, I know you're not one. talking and, about me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I read the next one, uh, and I can't, I can't. I don't know how to pronounce it, if it's inside or whatever. But uh, said you yeah. and Amel should uh, play together. Believe me, we talked about we that. We talked about after that. the episode the other day. We're like, man, how do we figure out how to yeah. how do we play music together? Because yeah, I don't virtually. mind singing and you know whatever. They I like to sing, but I like to play guitar. Like I really just like yeah. playing guitar. And we're like, not we're not allowed to play music. Uh, blackbird or any beatles song or any known song yeah we, did get, we got flagged by youtube on the last strange happenings we got that that video got not demonetized it just got re-monetized to yeah. sony music and bmi so our you know 12 cents that we're gonna make on that video is going to them so <laughs> does that mean that i like made paul mccartney famous from his own song i like put the money back in his pocket like, yeah you're only famous because of me playing Twerps. your covers now of the song that you wrote <laughs> yeah what's your your version sounds better i think oh man that, he he's one of the most amazing just musicians songwriters yep. singer type stuff he's like a unicorn like you don't think he's a clown not real that died in nineteen. He might be. He might be. I, I, let's not. We can't. We, <laughs> yeah. we have to make that a whole other episode. We can't start down that road right now. Like, oh we're man, need a whole another episode. The documentary I'm referring to is called The Winged Beetle. If you guys haven't checked that out, The Winged oh, Beetle. <clears throat> That's a, nice. a, a very strange, interesting piece on on Paul McCartney. Nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, do the things, follow us everywhere. I know most of you guys are, if you guys are new to this channel and new to this stream tonight, uh, welcome, hit us up in Instagram, hit us up in that discord, hit us up in the Facebook right. group. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to keep an eye on all these platforms. We're doing our best and yeah. let's give a, a big round of applause for born not to run. Kill I was about to say tonight. great job born not to run moderating, uh, you know, it, it does really, really help me because I'm hitting buttons and hitting that merge and hitting that two up, getting rid of the, the, and you know, Bub's got to look pretty. So he, he's got to just, you know, he's, it's he's, not he's got to be, he's got to be freed up to be Bub. I need, I need like and a makeup so, artist or something or, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm trying out know, for a, if you guys Tim have ever Burton noticed, movie. 
ever noticed this hoodie, but it's it's a UFO hoodie. It's awesome. Up, up the sleeve, and that's a local artist. Um, gosh, her name's escaping me right so now. So Icelandic but. for intuition, Insahi. Thank you so Insahi. much because oh, I was like – I thought it was something close to that, but I'm always, you know, thrown off by some I of those love characters that. where I'm not familiar with like the A and the E are together. I, you know, yeah, you know, as much as I love language and words, you would think I would know more than one language, but I don't. Yeah. No, it you just, don't. I don't. I, however, if you drop me off somewhere long enough, I'll learn it. But, you know, it's kind of like maps. Like I'm not going to take the time to learn those anymore. <laughs> Until you get lost in Daniel Moon yeah. National Forest. <laughs> get kidnapped by a family of squatches. You might want to learn how to yeah. read a map then, bud. Yeah. Go missing in uh, the 600-mile uh, underground stretch under Vegas. So let me just Jeez. ask you a question, bub. Why, me? when we do yeah. the live streams from our desk, do we go two hours? It's almost – this stream has been going on for almost two hours. Are you aware? Usually our strange happenings are like boom, 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 hour, we're in. You know what? You know, I, full disclosure, I think we just need to get rid of the articles even. I think we just need to somehow <laughs> figure out how we just how we just pre-charge the conversation. And then what we'll do you go. guys think out there in the chat? What do you guys think? We can do some of that. I like, you know. We got to have this is just like a, points to talk about, I think. But That's why know, I think we need to have the headlines, enough of a the reference. articles. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it but is I more like fun it as a to hang just out. hang out and bullshit and chill and, you know, you know I'm what, taking man? taking their input and going, I didn't you know, even what, have a what beer. are you talking about? I didn't even yeah, have a well, beer with me. Failed. Shh. Start over. We don't need, we don't need substances to have a good time. Mm-mm. Uh, but, yeah. Okay. So Burton says, I like both. Um, spin a wheel. Good, good point there. Chasing mound builders. I uh, like the articles, the hangout and now the music Sess in the city likes it all. All right. More music, build it into the structure of your you gotta stream. Figure it out. Please. And yeah. Thank you. Okay. So build it into the structure of the stream. That's a really interesting idea. Maybe. And I don't know if you guys know this, but bub can make up songs about anything on the spot. Pretty good with that. So we're going to start getting his chops built up. Um, there is an unreleased, campfire song that bub wrote oh, and I, I i recorded about our buddy da roberts and if yeah. you ever get that song dialed in and it becomes a thing um you know maybe we play guitar in between each article and you make up a song i remember that end, could, at the end of each article i, I swear it, it ended up <laughs> play the da song like a, play the i don't DA know song. how i don't know how sure you do Oh, no, you I could, don't. you, could, you, you could. think i do i don't remember dude the da That's why song. I make those songs I just if remember, I remember though, it had a connotation of Neil Young. It, it was like old man Neil <laughs> Young, but like DA. <laughs> like that's what was. <laughs> it was like DA. <laughs> imagine DA as a cryptid gunslinger. That was the theme like, yeah, that I gave. Bob. Basically, I go just okay. This will get you started for your song. Like, just Chat imagine. GPT prompted me with like, a song like. <laughs> <laughs> like DA in the cryptid reserve, but he's DA the gunslinger. You know, he's got the long trench coat. He's got the cowboy I'm imagining hat. DA is like, yeah, he's like the <laughs> warden of the national parks where it's the cryptid preserves. I'm telling you, like that, the whole like oh, shit. take Jurassic Park and kind of apply that to cryptids in the national parks. And I think that's a film. I think yeah. there's just like at some time there's like a, a an alarm siren that just starts going off and everybody comes out of their houses in the U.S. and all over the yeah. world. And they're like, what's going on? And it's like this announcement like they have breached 
they have breached. They will be here soon. You're like, what? What? And it's all the cryptids are getting let out. All the national parks. They can't keep them in right. anymore. We're right. just. It's no. It's not the. It's not the purge. It's the like. You know. It's the Ponderosa. Like we're going to be the buffet for the cryptids. Yes, That's absolutely, absolutely. Dancing Paranormal lights. Ponderosa. Uh, dancing lights. Great comment there. New to the stream, longtime listener. Would love to hear your thoughts on some more classic strange cases as well with news articles. Funny there you, you mentioned that. Little dancing some, lights. Something old, something new. Well, here's the thing, Bob. This new format we've been trying to hammer out a little bit. Uh, yeah. We have something we've been cooking. We've had a couple meetings about it. Um, I'm starting to kind of build my outline for to do these kind of throwback oh, yeah. Yeah. episodes. That kind of like what you're talking about, Dance and Lights, where we dive into you know a specific talk topic, more of a research. Uh, based because we still have get, curiosities. Not trying to get yeah. super deep, like maybe Cryptids of the Corn does. That no, but have a better you, perspective. But you know, a, a lot learning. of this stuff, a lot of this stuff, I I read about or was into, you know, forever ago, and so it's it's fun for me to kind of revisit some of those subjects. And so I've right. got a list of top five things that I want to cover that I've been right. passionate about over the years that aren't necessarily current topics. So. Yeah. We're working on some of that There's stuff. There's still a lot of fun. Here's the thing. We want to live stream more. And so I think that format would be awesome for, you know, kind of a in-between strange happenings. Maybe it's its own show. Right. Um, we're right. not real sure yet. So we're, we're trying to hammer out some of those details. But um, the very first topic that we're going to pick, I think you guys are going to enjoy. And I'm going to try not to get crazy, crazy deep and overwhelm myself with, you know, the, you know, hundreds of pages of, of documents and um but there are a, a few points that i am uh looking into right now so stay tuned guys um that's gonna are, be fun we are listening nancy what is that's happening much we love appreciate all the input i like burton he just threw in there yeah. and he said make a song for each cryptid and play them at random times throughout the stream so and there you go bob it's not a bad idea all right. the only thing is to do it randomly i gotta have that guitar nearby and somehow that's all right. We'll I can out. talk. We'll I make it talk. happen, Burton. Uh, we'll I will talk and talk and talk until you're oh, I know, but if it's random, you're going to know if I get up and move to, like, oh, he's going. You're going to know. We can't surprise you. We'll I can take you completely off. I can put, uh, you know. There you go. Now you're talking. We can put a standby graphic up while Bub, just and then you just take a freeze me. frame of me. I'll hold yeah. still and act like I'm still here. And I'll just we tell funny stories. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just tell funny stories or something. We'll have to hack our own feed somehow. <laughs> you let you let Stoner worry about that, and you let Disbro, the smart guys, worry about that. Yeah. We give them the ideas. They figure out how to technically do it. That's how this show runs. I'm no damn That's... wizard, but I can hit buttons. I am a I am a, a decent director, and I can hit some buttons. Do you but... know how many times I used to tell you, "Hey, all I can do is talk." <laughs> you can play guitar too. I'm like, I can play guitar too. I can talk and play guitar. That's about it. Like I can hit some oh. buttons in my vicinity here, but I'm not great with buttons. I'll figure them out. Oh, dude. it's always a fun time. Thank it's you great. so much, everybody in the chat, hanging out yeah, with us. Mike White will. Label, what's up, Mike? Hey, Mike, my buddy, what's out happening, west? brother? Good to see you again. Alien Lobster as well. I, if I recall correctly, the other day, are you in Antarctica or were you pulling my proverbial leg? Because <laughs> somebody in a chat the other day said Antarctica. And I was like, dude, if you're really down there, we need to talk. So, <laughs> But if not, I still love the name. Alien Lobster, great name. And Mike, appreciate seeing you in the chat, brother. Mike White. 
killing it on the drums. Oh yeah. Uh, one of the best drummers here in Columbus and Mike, I'm not even sure where you live now, brother, but, um, I've been, I've been in contact with your boy recently, Mr. Be honest. Uh, but Hey guys, this has been amazing. All of you in the chat watching tonight. Thank you all. Appreciate you. Whoever's going to listen to this. We're going to try to get this out as quick as we possibly can. I'm going to have to stay back a little bit after the stream to get the audio version ready for tomorrow morning. Um, but you know, keep liking, sharing, subscribing, um, much love, peace, love, and chicken grease to all. We're out.